So we just witnessed a coordinated attack by the big tech monopolists who have, which are actually the, fasc, the real fascists, have a coordinated attack to take down Parler. In the latest series of attacks, we saw Amazon and their AWS cloud server shut down the server for Parler. Now, I'm not a fan of Parler. I'm going to get into that in a little while. But, you know, nobody should be cheering this on. And the thing is, you have the same people who all day long are talking about how, you know, Trump's a Nazi or he's a fascist and we've got to stop the fascist while acting like fascists to then decry fascism. Just like, you know, you don't solve, you know, violence with more violence, but, you know, eventually, you know, when you ignore people too much, and I think it was, uh, was it RFK that said, or I forgot who said this, but eventually, you know, when people are ignored, when, you know, peaceful solutions are impossible, you know, violence is, you know, at that point becomes, you know, what ends up happening. I'm not, you know, saying, you know, things need to get violent. I'm just reading the tea leaves on where things are going and all this, you know, crazy world that we're in right now. Now, when it comes to Parler, I think, you know, one of the craziest aspects of this whole thing is the fact that conservatives who, by and large, were completely oblivious to the censorship issues up until recently, now have all decided to gather around Parler as, in terms of being the, uh, you know, the answer to everything. Well, ultimately, I've been talking about having other platforms, you know, pretty much since the second I started making videos, because the second I started making videos, uh, I mean, it just happened to co coincide with the exact time I started getting shadow banned on Facebook, which was uh, November 16th, 2016. So, you know, I've been pushing things like BitChute, been on there for over two years, supporting them every single month, giving them money in order to help keep, you know, basically help them pay their bills. Uh, you know, supporting things like library slash Odyssey TV, you know, supporting people getting, you know, email list and going old school and getting text messages, which I've been very bad about actually sending out text messages, but it is there in emergencies. So if you guys want to text 71441, the number is, uh, or in the body of the text message, type in Liberty Advisor, one word, no spaces, and you'll you be able to get on my emergency list. If you want to include your email as well, then we'll get on emergency uh, email list as well. You know, doing things like going on Minds, which was, you know, sort of like a crypto, uh, you know, version of Facebook. Uh, you know, these are all things that I've been supporting for years, but I did not, I was not a big fan of Parler for several reasons. Uh, for one, I mean, I do not support the fact that they've been taken down in this, you know, what I'm guessing is, you know, a highly, you know, antitrust type move of all these different, you know, entities uh, coordinating together, except we have a criminal government. So good luck trying to stop anything on that front. Uh, but, you know, where are all the liberals when it comes to, you know, the CIA cloud track contract, you know, being given to Amazon? I mean, how many people do the CIA need to kill? Uh, you know, for the in governments that they overthrow, you know, pretty much including our own right now that, you know, before people, uh, you know, bitch about that. I mean, that's, you know, very hypocritical. But getting back to Parler, I mean, it was one of the major funders of it is the Mercer family. The Mercer family had a big falling out with Trump in 2018, where they basically stopped supporting him financially. And so now if I criticize Parler, people are just like, oh, you're just some dumb libtard that hates America and you hate Trump. And meanwhile, one of the major backers of it, 
doesn't like Trump. So, I mean, it literally, you have to do like zero homework to pretty much figure that out. Uh, the Mercer family also were the ones who owned the firm Cambridge Analytica, which was one of the major, uh, you know, data mining scandals of the whole, you know, Russian collusion and using Facebook in order to swing the election, even though little old me, you know, did about 10% of what the Russians did by themselves. So we've got that, you know, aspect of it. And, you know, getting back to Cambridge Analytica, I mean, the people are like, oh, well, Parler, you know, promises not to sell our information. Yeah, bullshit. But what they did is if you wanted to be one of their verified global citizens or something along that nature is what it was called, you had to submit a, an ID. And so you had your driver's license. And I believe it was you know, front and back that they needed. And so there's been a hack uh, recently where a hacker was able to get 99% uh, of all the uh, basically information from parlor servers before they were taken off and including driver's license information, including uh, geotagging information and basically just a whole bunch of things that you'd rather not have a hacker uh, have access to. So in the future, you need to look towards decentralized social media that can't be taken down because the reason it was taken down is because it could be taken down. And if it can be taken down, it will be taken down unless you're supporting you know, the current you know, communist fascist regime and since I have been at this, you know, four years bitching about this and telling people, especially the Q people, that this is one of the areas that they needed to pay most attention to, you know, it's, you know, I think I'm somebody that should be listened to when it comes to the ultimate answer. And I think the ultimate answer is having data that's stored on your own server that then there's different technology where essentially that data can then be distributed out to you know, let's say different friends or different supporters, different, you know, followers, and then they would keep bits and pieces on their computer as well. And so when somebody requests a file, you know, it sort of worked like how, I guess, you know, like Napster would, where it would, you know, maybe go through a few different, you know, places ultimately to, you know, wind up with you having that file. And so there'd be one seed file, or, you know, you could back, obviously you want to back that up as well, but having information on your own servers and then having that then maybe then populate on a social network. I do know that float.app, full disclosure, I'm friends with the founders and I was the best man at his wedding, that co-best man along with Josh Sigerson, that you know what they are trying to do is you know integrate in things like IPFS, which was basically what I just described, integrate in other platforms like uh, library.tv slash odyssey. So, you know, it's not looking to make this one big competition where one group rules all, but they are also looking to have, you know, decentralized, uh, you know, storage applications and only having, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars to build out as much as they built out, you know, it's, it's all not gonna be there overnight. So people are wondering, you know, hey, how come it's a little slow or how come it's a little buggy? Well, you know, they're not worth like half a trillion dollars like Facebook is. And I remember being on Facebook in 2004 when it was called the Facebook and it was, you know, completely different now. And, you know, they didn't get, you know, lifelog CIA contract money. That's a whole nother issue where if you take a look at, you know, the CIA put out a, uh, a request for a program that was basically identical to what Facebook is. They called it lifelog. And as soon as Facebook came on, uh, I think it was February 2004, as soon as they came on board, then the contract, then the proposal for lifelog magically went away so you know maybe that's me just being a conspiracy theorist but uh you know i would not be at all surprised if that is indeed what had happened but you know they are looking at being decentralized i believe gab right now i think it's gab that ai that i believe that they 
are using like Mastodon servers. That's something else. I mean, I'm looking for a good, uh, you know, sort of Discord alternative. So please, in the comments, I think someone said it's called Matrix, but please let me know. I mean, I don't know, you know, everything and lots of things are, you know, coming about really fast, uh, you know, as it comes to the issue of, you know, how to get around all this censorship. But, you know, going old school is almost going to be like the, no, the new, uh, new school. So, you know, you guys have been hearing me talk about forever. You know, hey, I need your emails, I need your phone, and it, and it isn't so I can go and spam you. I think, you know, outside of the initial emails that get sent out with the free ebook and stuff, I don't think I've used it, you know, at all in the past year, at all. And so it's there as an emergency. It's actually not very, not very cheap to send out mass text messages. I mean, it's, uh, I forgot what it costs, but, you know, it's probably like, you know, 20 cents a number or five cents a number or something like that. But, it, you know, you start getting, you know, into the thousands of numbers and it starts, you know, adding up pretty quickly, which also did get taken down for Parler. So the tech oligopoly also took down Parler's ability to mass text message people. I've got mine on a platform where it's a crypto guy that I know, uh, and I've got the numbers backed up in case I did get taken down. You know, same thing, I was using MailChimp and uh, now I'm using something else and I've got those numbers backed up as well. Just knowing, just trying to see where these attack vectors are. But I guess luckily, you know, I got so shadow banned right out of the gates in 2016 that, uh, you know, I'm still small enough where I'm still way underneath the radar. But, you know, I was contributor for, or I still am contributor for World Alternative Media where, you know, they've come after us, you know, very hard, but now it's just blossomed into us having, you know, one of the fastest growing bit shoot channels that are out there. But, you know, it's just, you know, you need to start supporting platforms that value your free speech. You need to start supporting, you know, individual creators that you, you know, think are doing good work because, you know, it's not free doing all this stuff. It does take a lot of time. It does take a lot of money to, you know, basically have some sort of professional operation or, you know, even, non-professional operation and it's just you know something that people aren't willing to pay for so there are you know several creators where i give you know a few bucks to uh you know every month or you know if they're doing something good i might throw them some extra money in terms of you know trying to help encourage them and that's not just you know a selfish move because i'm a content creator it's just because i want to see a world where you know free speech is valued and that we're not going to be put into some sort of you know internment camp for having alternative views on things you know many times you know the right view on things or almost all the time so you know and i saw a bill today where i think it was a legislator out in new york go figure that said that you know you've got all these kids from you know coming from trump homes and that they're uh, my dog's yoshi sees a rabbit over there so he's going nuts but and then essentially we need, might need to have these like internment camps for you know children of trump parents literally an article i saw today wasn't even planning on bringing that up but you know getting back to parlor of course you know, being on AWS cloud server, of course they're gonna come after you because they could, but it's not the answer. Now, unfortunately, it's gotten all this attention that I'm sure when they do bounce back, if they bounce back, and it will probably bounce back and have more funding than ever, but I just do not think, I just do not trust the people behind Cambridge Analytica to not screw me on this. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I've spent a lot of time and energy and effort building up, you know, Facebook four years ago to have it all wipe away from me in one day, but I was only really, you know, relevant for two months. So I didn't have the chance to get, you know, a big email list or get anything else. But, you know, I just want to let people know that Parler is not the answer. I've been on Gab since almost, since it came out. I think it was September, 2016, right, right when I first got kicked off my first, my Facebook page for the first time. Uh, that's when I, you know, messaged Andrew Torba and was able to get on Gab. But unfortunately that's sort of become, you know, not really, I don't know if, necessarily know if it's their own 
you know, I don't really think it's their fault, but became just like a right wing hangout. And so that's why I'm going more towards float because I know that they're gonna have a decent, they're working towards getting a decentralized infrastructure. I know that the creators are people that are not gonna screw me. I know they have the same values that I have. And I know it's not just a right wing hangout or it's not just a left wing hangout, it's more of the anarcho-capitalist libertarians, you know, people that are usually like early adopters on these things, people that have seen the problems. And, it's, and you know, I think, you know, Gab could be good as well. It's just, you know, there's only so much time today that you can, you know, put your effort in. But, you know, you should be supporting platforms and people that, you know, are having your back. And so, you know, if you're watching this and you are more right-wing and you don't care about Cambridge Analytica, then, you know, go ahead and support Parler. But I do not think you should be going and giving your ID to any of these social networks because, of course, they're going to use that data against you. And even if they aren't going to use that data against you, it's going to be hacked. And it already was hacked. So, I mean, how much more, you know, proof do you need? And I'm sure they had, you know, a lot more bucks and funding to deal with than something like Float. But anyways, you know, I do have, you know, a conflict of interest in Float. I do know the, the, the creator. And I bought some of their advertising tokens you know, ahead of time uh, and our friends and family around so then that way I can spend advertising on their platform as opposed to, well, Facebook doesn't even let me. I think they may, they might have just let me again, but for literally the past three and a half years, I wasn't even allowed to advertise on their platform. I'll probably do a little bit of advertising on, on YouTube and Google to, you know, let people know I'm on other places. But, you know, I've, you know, I've put, you know, I've bought some mines tokens and I've bought pre-search tokens, which is a, you know, alternative to, uh, you know, a Google search search engine or Chrome search engine. You know, I use Brave Browser. I've used DuckDuckGo. I mean, these are all things that I do in my own daily life. And these types of changes when it comes to where we spend our money means a whole heck of a lot more than who we vote for. So voting for your wallet, that's where it's at. And it's, you know, and it's beyond time. It's past time. You know, we're already past midnight on this issue. And I'm guessing if you're this far into the video that you probably agree with me. But anyways, I don't need to make this any longer than, uh, than it already is. Definitely appreciate everyone who has, uh, you know, signed up to be getting these alerts first. You know, I definitely appreciate it. And if you guys haven't seen it, I did have a really impassioned, uh, you know, walk and talk with Yoshi in regards to actually the really passionate one with, was the last Tim and John show about the end of censorship or the end, sorry, the end of free speech. I wish it was the end of censorship and the end of the US, you know, don't watch it with your kids. There were a lot of impassioned F-bombs in that one. There were, uh, you know, also a pretty impassioned plea with my last Facebook post, which, which is a video called my last Facebook post, which I will be getting off of there. Uh, the day the, the Chinese agent gets in there. And it's not to, you know, excuse the things that Trump does. And, and But, you know, it is, you know, you know there, there was a little bit of me that did hope that the Trump people would have gotten it a little bit sooner uh, in terms of, you know, understanding this issue. But, and I wish, and I, and I was not Monday morning quarterbacking this. I was putting this out in videos three and a half years ago saying that Trump should have left the Republican Party. I made a blog article about it. He should have. You know, and of course, you know, I don't want to kick a man when he's down. I don't think I could have held up to the pressure that he held up to. You know, anyone that's not a complete globalist, you know, is going to be, you know, pretty much there for destruction. It's just, you know, and I don't need to, you know, bitch about all the same things I was bitched about in the last, you know, Facebook post video, which was what it was called. Uh, but anyways, guys, check that out. Definitely appreciate it. And Yoshi, you want to say goodbye to the people? Want to say goodbye? Do I get kisses? Do I get kisses? Uh, you know, it is Taco Tuesday, you know, to not to imitate uh, the Jeff and Lucy show. But anyways, thank you guys so much. Remember that number is 71441. Text Liberty Advisor and also get my book. 
pre-book on how it's rigged will be sent to you via uh, email for a PDF as just you know a thank you. And it's not to spam you guys, it's to put out real information and to be able to tell you, hey, we're over here now because uh, you know, one of those over here is going to be float.avp and then, uh, you know, and also another one's DLive. I've been streaming on DLive, but you know, the, the answer is the libertyadvisorshow.com. I'm going to have everything over there. You can sign up for the email list there as well and not give up your phone number if you don't want to. And that way we can stay on top of things. You guys can get the news first. I mean, I was talking about Bitcoin almost before, you know, I mean, I can almost guarantee before any other financial advisor talking about how Trump would win in 2016 and that would be the Russians before anybody else had arguably the first fake news list in the world and even picked the person that won, only listed one person by name, Paul Krugman. He then won Trump's fake news list a year and a half later and then also went going back to March 2017, predicted that any Democrat going up against Trump would win and primarily the reason that they would win would be because of not having the election secured but then that also gets into the fact that you know okay great we secure election between two bad choices and not to say not to put anybody down if you voted for trump but you know odds are the next go around it's probably gonna be a globalist like pence or somebody like him up against another globalist and kamala harris and either way it's gonna be a two bad vote so it's time we start voting with our wallets it's time we start getting smart and it's time for you guys to join my email list because I want to be able to keep in contact with all of you guys and definitely appreciate it. But thank you so much. Peace out.